heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us today. And, and Robbie, I don't know about you, but as I listen to that music, it kind of felt like Scotland around here over the last couple of weeks, didn't it? <laughs> it's just we had rain for 11 days straight, something like that. Yes, yes, we had the Scottish rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got to say, I don't think I want to live in Scotland <laughs> or Seattle for that matter. But uh, no, well, welcome to the show. We're going to be continuing what we talked about last week, uh, but it's just going to be Robbie and I today uh, talking with you. And so uh, hopefully uh, we'll have a lot to say, which I know we do. But uh, Robbie, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you talked about last week since I wasn't able to be here with, the, with you guys. Yeah, we embarked on our first time ever trilogy. <laughs> we actually wanted to do three parts of it. You have what it takes, which is one of those questions that hound us men of, you know, am I going to have what it takes? And, and so we wanted to do the three parts being, do I have what it takes to even engage in the battle, the doubts that would be there, or even the denial mm -hmm. <laughs> as we find ourselves, are we going to even engage this? This is a battle I can win, you know, cause men often won't engage unless they, they feel like they might, you know, win in the deal. Yeah. The sure victory. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So that was last week's show. So this week's show was now you're in the battle <laughs> yeah. and, and what's going on with that. And then um, reflecting on, do I have what it takes in the midst of battle? And now that the battle's over, which sometimes you, it will be the third part of the trilogy. Sometimes, you know, you win, sometimes you lose. Right. And then, you know, where are we are, where are we with, do I have what it takes after the battle? Absolutely. And today we're going to talk a lot about being in the middle of the battle. You know, I, I was sitting here thinking, I don't remember the last time I wasn't in the middle of some type of battle. <laughs> and knowing a lot of your story, I would say that that's pretty much the same for you. And I think it's probably the same for everyone out there. But, you know, there's usually life going on. And sometimes those battles are bigger than others. Um, some of them are, are ones that you just can kind of shake off and some of them take, them, take you to your knees, uh, which they should all take you to your knees. I mean, obviously we're a Christian network, but... They just kind of knock your legs out from under you, but those battles come. And so what do you need in the midst of that battle to help you keep going, Robbie? Is there something that kind of comes to mind for you? <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. For me, it, it, you know, like you say, going to your knees, but th th there's some kind of inspiration that's beyond mm -hmm. bigger than myself because this thing seems like it's, I got, I bit off way more than I can chew often. And you're in that place where, you know, wow, am I going to have what it takes to actually pull this off now that I found that I've stepped in, you know, <laughs> up to my knees when I realized, you know, I thought I was just going in up my ankles. Yeah. yeah. And you do need some type of encouragement that's outside of you. And, and God often sends that to you, you know, just exactly when you need it, obviously. This first clip's a really pretty fun clip. It's a montage of about 35 different little segments from different movies or TV shows. And so I want to challenge you to try to figure out how many different movies or TV shows are in this clip, but it's all about being inspired. So why don't we listen to it and just have a little bit of fun with it. 
No! We will run! And we will live! Shame on you! This could be the greatest night of our lives. But you're gonna let it be the worst. And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life. You won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of you. Well, I'm not going home. We've got too far! And I'm gonna stay right here and fight for this lost cause. A day may come when the courage of men fails. But it is not this day. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy. You're gonna work harder than you ever worked before. But that's fine, we'll just get tougher with it. If a person grits his teeth, it shows real determination. Failure is not an option. That's how winning is done. Believe me when I say, we can break this army here. And win just one for the Gipper. But I say to you, what every warrior has known since the beginning of time, you've got to get mad. I mean plumb mad dog mean. If you would be free men, then you must fight to fulfill that promise. Let us cut out their living guts one inch at a time. And they will know what we can do. Let no man forget how menacing we are. We are lions. You're like a big bear, man. This is your time. Seize the day. Never surrender. Victory or death. Who's with me? All right, let's fly. I'm gentlemen in England, now our bed shall tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our independence day. Oh, that was fun. It I, is fun. There are so many of them in there, you know, and you hear all, all of a sudden Charlie Brown in the middle of it or Fozzie Bear, and you're kind of like, okay, where'd that one come from? Uh, I'd like to take credit for that, but we actually found that on YouTube and, and was able to edit it a little bit. But uh, a lot of work went into that. But the importance of inspiration. Now, there's a difference between inspiration maybe and encouragement because I can get inspiration from a lot of different things. I mean, sitting here and listening to some of those clips, I can feel a little inspired because I remember the movies. I remember what was going on in them. I don't know about you, Robbie, but there's just something that sometimes hearing something, a song or reading something may really just inspire me. Yeah, and even the music that they play in the background, which, they, you know, that was cool to add continuity. They put that, you know, inspiring music behind it to give you this feel that that, that you can make it. And, and And there's something in the human spirit that, just, you know, when you can compete against all odds and still win, you know, that, that's terribly inspiring. Unless you're the guy <laughs> that, you know, happens to be in the midst of it and now thinking, wow, I'm fixed to be overrun. And, and you know, there's a lot of stuff that's in there. And getting your guts pulled out one inch at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, that's got to hurt. That's got to feel, that's a bad day. But there's inspiration, but then there's encouragement. And sometimes that encouragement doesn't always come from the most likely source. You know, a lot of times we think it's going to be your best friend or, or something of that nature, you know, a sibling. You know, there's a lot of times that we talk in the mornings, Robbie, and you give me a lot of encouragement and I try to give you some. I don't know that oh, I do. Absolutely. You know, and same thing with Al. And, and, so, and, and so we're able to help do that. But sometimes it comes from an unexpected source. And I want to get to another clip before we went to break. Because this is from the movie The Lord of the Rings, and it's the final one in the trilogy. And in this, you have Elrod, who is the uh, father of, wow, Ariel? No, that's from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's a, he's a father of the love interest of... Um, Aragorn. Aragorn, thank you. Wow, I got nothing. 
but uh, he's a love interest. Doesn't really, not real happy that you know they've been seeing each other. But this is a guy that is chosen to come give Aragorn the encouragement just when he needs it. And so what you're going to hear him talking about is a sword that had been broken. It was the sword of the king. And it had to be put back together for the real king to step back up again. So let's listen to that and see what we can learn from it. The shadow is upon us, Aragorn. The end has come. You will not be our end, but his. You ride to war, but not to victory. Sauron's armies march on Minas Tirith, as you know, but in secret he sends another force which will attack from the river. A fleet of Corsair ships sails from the south. They'll be in the city in two days. You're outnumbered, Aragorn. You need more men. There are none. There are those who dwell in the mountain. You would call upon them to fight. They believe in nothing. They answer to no one. They will answer to the King of Gondor. Anduril, a flame of the West, forged from the shards of Narsil. I know that, that that last part we talked a little bit about was um, before the show was put aside the ranger. Why is that kind of an important statement there that he makes to Aragorn? Well, in John Eldridge's book, The Stage is the Masculine Journey, <clears throat> now, there is a stage of the king that, you know, God has made us all to be. Mm-hmm. And as we lead our families into this battle and all this stuff, you, you know, you at some point in time, you've got to take upon that sword and you have to be the king mm-hmm. but as we see in that clip you know he he was happy being the ranger the young person but the, the the man that was his possible father-in-law i guess at some point was speaking you know the truth of who he really was to become absolutely you know that's the stages that you talked about and we've done shows on that if you'd like to go back and listen to it at maskandjourneyradio.org but uh you know you have the boyhood stage then you have the cowboy ranger stage and at some point, you do have to move from that cowboy ranger stage through some of the others and eventually into the king stage. But where you have Aragorn here, it's it, that ranger stage is safe. I don't have to report to anybody. I don't have a lot of responsibilities. You know, and there's a lot of men that have responsibilities that still live in that ranger stage. But we need to be able to step into knowing that we have what it takes into that king role. 
that's really what keeps those men from stepping into that. That's what kept me from stepping into it more fully was I just didn't believe I had what it takes. You know, I don't, and, and it's a daily thing. I, do I have what it takes in this situation? Do I have what it takes in this situation? And so each day it's a question of do I have what it takes? And so we're going to continue to talk about the encouragement that comes or maybe there's just sometimes you just got to hold on. I don't know. We're going to learn more about that when we come back. But thanks for listening to the Masculine Journey. If you want to learn more about us, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and come back and listen. we got a couple more great clips and some more commentary, and Robbie's going to make some great points. <laughs> we got to hear that. Sam Main here for Masculine Journey Radio Show. Our show often focuses on healing and freedom that's found through walking more intimately with the Father. And I know no one wants to see a counselor, but often there are times I find myself stuck needing a little bit more help. That's why I turn to my friends at Seasons of the Heart. Kim and Catherine are experienced counselors that help you find healing through the Father. For more information on Seasons of the Heart, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Masculine Journey Radio is listener supported and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site. And from there, select Good Heart Ministries to support. And Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey. We are really glad that you stuck with us to talk about this encouraging thing. That's encouragement for me. Absolutely. You know, that we're going to continue to talk about the topic of having what it takes. Now, Robbie, don't most men that you run into, they may not be able to articulate it, but isn't that really a part of what they carry around with them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And a a lot of times they're trying to get that answer in all the wrong places. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And, and, you know, it's one of those questions that we need answered. And God puts situations in our life so that we can find that out ourselves, interestingly. Yeah. And ultimately, he has to be the one to answer that. Right. He has to be the one that that fills that answer in your heart. You know, I, I know that for me, I'm in the middle of some things right now that I don't know that I have what it takes, to be quite honest. I think there's just a lot of challenges that happen in our lives that you've never faced or you just say, hey, I just don't know how I'm going to do this. And so there's a lot of that that takes you to God, obviously, which is a good thing. But then there's also sometimes that you got to have that inspiration we talked about last time in the last segment. You got you can find that from someplace, maybe a song or, you know, listening to Rocky theme, I don't know. But it's something that inspires you or it can be encouragement from someone else. But sometimes there's another thing you got to do, and there's a movie clip about it. So I want you to set up the movie clip, and then we'll come back and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> as, as Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert, you know, there's tremendous hope just in that line to me, to think that God leads us into these places because he, the Spirit led Jesus in there so Jesus could see that he had what it took up against his enemy. And clearly Jesus did, as we know, he was tempted in the desert after the 40 days and all that he went through. And so we sometimes find ourselves where we don't think we have any answers. <laughs> and we're, we're pushed beyond what we can do. And 
in the car business for years and years, we had this saying called persistence overcomes resistance, mm -hmm. meaning sometimes all you just got to do is hang on, just know that helps on its way somehow. And of course, there's plenty of scripture along those lines that help is on the way. Well, in this particular clip, <laughs> this young man, it's, it's from the movie Leatherheads, and it was a football movie, but he was a war hero that the, the, the story of how he became a hero got blown out of proportion. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> because yeah. actually, it was just a situation where he hung on. And you can't see the all that's going on, but essentially, I think it's important to note that he found himself in a foxhole and had been drinking too much because of how cold it was and all that stuff. And he had fallen asleep when he woke up. The Germans were all there in his foxhole. And uh, he was actually going to attempt to surrender, and he'd learned the German on how to do that. And when he jumps up, the Germans mistakenly think that they that he's one of them and that leads to <laughs> phenomenal results which sometimes just happens as god lays them at our feet why don't you like to talk about the argon who's asking just me stories get bigger over time he never went to france <laughs> no not that big everything they say happened happened it's just that the telling of it gets a little better how much better we were pinned down in a gully we were there about three days, I guess. And it had been raining for about a week. So some of the fellows and I, we hunkered down the foxhole and we just waited for the weather to break. A writer from the Times was with us. Now you know I never drank, but it was so cold and so wet. I started to take a few slugs off the flask. Easy there, Carter. That stuff will melt your teeth. Yeah, they're good. Tell me again. Ich gebe surrender. Out. Ich gebe out. If you have no way out, you lay down your rifle and yell, Ich gebe out. Otherwise, they'll shoot you. Ich gebe out. We're nearly out of ammo. We're down to about nine fellas, and we had this plan that we were going to speak enough German to get us out of there, take our chances in a war camp. All through the night, the fighting continued until we were all out of ammo, sitting ducks. And we had been up for 36 hours. That and the drinking. Okay, fellas, we ain't taking this spot anytime soon. So let's call it a night and try again. I don't know how long I was there, but it had to have been a few hours because by that time the Jerry's had taken the box hole. But I was so covered up, they never saw me. And I never saw them. I knew we were goners, so I jumped up and I yelled, Eat Gabe out! They thought I was one of them, so they just dropped their weapons. They just gave up. Eat Gabe off! I'm unarmed! And it was right about then that I started to have a really bad feeling. Carter? And it was all sorted out. Lieutenant thought it was best if we all just kept our mouth shut. One for the times, Private. Let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> Can you imagine? You, know, you jump up, think you're going to surrender, and then causes a mass surrender of the enemy. Yeah, you just uh, you know he he hung in there. He was in the midst of battle, a lot of bullets, and his last answer was just the exact thing. And I, from what I understand, it was taken from a relatively true story of of something that happened in a battle, and um, 
So you don't know where you are and what, you know, you, you seek counseling at that moment. <laughs> he had what it took. And of course it got blown out of proportion over a period of time. But can you imagine um, he, when he said he had a sinking feeling? Cause you know, there, there he was in this, you know, humiliating situation where it looked like he was giving up, but in, in effect, God had another plan. Absolutely. And just by uh, <clears throat> being at the right place, he wasn't planning on holding on, right. but, but he did. And, and there are times that we just have to hold on. Help is coming, but sometimes it's easy to lose sight of that, isn't it? When, the, when those bullets are flying overhead and you feel like you're going to get hit again and again and again, not just if you're going to get hit, but when you're going to get hit, maybe, because those life things kind of come at you. And so it is hard to hold on. But what's some of the things that we can hold on to in the midst of that? What's something you'd hold on to? Well, you know, that in Isaiah, it says, you know, and there's a song out that I, I sometimes sing to myself. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just a phenomenal song. And as I can wait, I realize that you know, my help's on the way, that that God has another plan that even though I may fall as one of those who, you know, are taken out by the enemy, however that looks, if, you know, if I hold my position as well, that, that, that even that God can use for his glory in some way, shape, or form. So I know who <laughs> wins this. I know who I'm fighting for. And, and often I go in to battles, you know, and I know you do too, Sam that I, I really don't understand where people are coming from or what exactly is going on and the bullets are flying and the smoke is there and I'm totally lost and I, and I end up having to go in up deep into my foxhole <laughs> Absolutely. with God. And sometimes you really just need to hear these three words. You can do it! 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 You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Oh, yes, we can. That's right. Yes, we will. You can do it. Sometimes you just got to hear that. And and, and obviously that's great when that comes from God. That you can do it doesn't say say you're going to win. It just means that you can keep fighting. Because winning is, is relative. You know, what we might consider winning may not be, or what we might consider losing God has a greater purpose for it. And so we just got to sometimes hold on saying, hey, you know, I can do that with God's power and his strength with me. And I'm glad you didn't sing that song. I'm sure it would have <laughs> sounded pretty good, but, you know. No, no. No, that would have been, you know. Yeah. You know, I just hold on to sometimes past victories. In past times that I, I've looked at things and said, there's no way I'm going to be able to get through this. You know, and God's helped me find a way to get through it. And so looking back at history and saying, well, I've not been in this position before, but I've been in other positions that felt like they were um, outnumbered. You know, things are coming at me from every direction. There's no way to possibly win. You know, I feel like uh, Adrian's going to stand up and yell, you can't win, you know, like, <laughs> like she did for Rocky, right? And, uh, but, but no, the, just looking back and saying, okay, God, you were with me then, and I know you're with me now. I don't know the outcome. But I know that you're with me, and we're going to get through this. And one of the joys for me in the whole masculine journey is, as we've gone through boot camps and, and seen this spoken time and time again, this idea that we are born, as Aragorn was, um, 
become who you were born to be. And he, he made us to be kings. And he, he made us to rule. And, and who we really are, if we can step into that identity, it, of course, not always so easy to find. Right. But part of why he draws us into the battles that he draws us into is so that we get, begin to find our swing, so to speak. Because, you know, when you're yielding that big sword, <laughs> there's a certain swing that only you have. And, and only you can swing that a certain way. And God needs that swing, um, the way that you can lead your family. He, you know, he puts you in charge of your children. He, he gave you that spouse. And so there's a particular swing that only you have. And, and God wants you to find your, find your spot. Absolutely. And, and we have to learn through battle. You only get hardened through battle. You look back at David's life, and David had a fair amount of battles, you know, from the time with Goliath on. And, and he entered into those knowing that God was with him. But that let him be the king that he ended up being, was walking through those difficult times, walking through those battles, of times of uncertainty, times of hiding in a cave. You know, things that, that happened to him when Saul was trying to kill him, and but yet knowing that God was with him, helped him when he needed it most later down the road. Right, and history shows that even if you study World War II history, you can see that North Africa's first battle for America, we essentially, you know, took it on the chin hard. Mm -hmm. But that hardened us. That sent in George Patton, <laughs> you know, to, to begin to become battle-hardened. And we took some horrible losses in the, in the Atlantic to submarines. But again, those losses caused an ultimate victory because we started to take it seriously. This is a war, folks, and we got a real enemy. Yeah, we have to learn from it. We have to go on. You can't give up. You got to keep going. And I got to do it a little bit better, a little bit smarter. Maybe I need to go back to the advisor that I need to go back to. But as we've been talking, there's just lots of pieces that's holding on to having what it takes in the midst of the battle. There's a time that you do need inspiration, right? And there's a time that I need encouragement. Maybe that encouragement is from an unlikely source. Other times I just need to try to hold on because help's coming. But you know what I also have to always hold on to? Is God is saying, you know what? You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the, all of the Adam Sandler uh, movies, if you want to know what that's from. So. That's a great point I was going to make, but you made it. <laughs> Thanks for listening.